breaking news from The Athletic. Hi, this is Joe Posnanski from The Athletic. I'm here with Bob Kendrick, uh, president of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. We're here to talk about the great Henry Aaron, who passed away today uh, at the age of 86, one of the not only greatest players in baseball history, but uh, one of the true icons and uh, and Bob Kendrick's hero. So here we are talking about that. You grew up in Georgia, yeah, and and uh, and there was nobody. We no. through the years, you and I have gotten to meet just about everybody in baseball, uh, but I don't think I've ever seen you nervous. <laughs> as you were before uh, when, when you got to meet Henry Aaron for the very first time. And not even just for the first time, it just continued. <laughs> it continued every time we met, man. Every time I was around him, I was almost that 12-year-old kid that circled the bases in his mother's living room when Henry broke Ruth's record, hit record home run 715. And he's the only player uh, or the only person that we've ever played host to here at the museum that I've ever been starstruck around. Yeah, And I was still starstruck around him to this very day. You know, he just had a presence and a persona. And for me, growing up in Crawfordville, Georgia, he was my all-time favorite baseball player. Anytime that we were on the playground, Joe, all the other kids knew, okay, Bob <laughs> got to be, Bob always got to be Henry Aaron. Well, you know, in my case, somebody else be, no, Bob's Henry Aaron. Nobody else can be Henry Aaron. And so that, that was already well established. And, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing how fate is. And it moves me into a world where I get to learn. Because as a kid, I didn't know Henry Aaron had played in the Negro League. Honestly, Joe, I didn't really recognize that until I got involved with the Negro League Space Farm Museum. Sure. And, and it was one of those awakenings for me. And it blew me away. Yeah. He was someone that I had admired and idolized and didn't even know. And, and it made me want to dig a little deeper and learn a little bit more. And, and then when the Royals would welcome him to Kansas City, 1999, I know you remember I remember it well. Because you were part of this. Uh, they would welcome him. He celebrated the 25th anniversary of Breaking Roots record. And sad to say, it took him 25 years before he could actually exhale. Yeah. And, and really celebrate what many thought was the most prestigious sports record of all oh, absolutely. time. Absolutely. Mean, yeah, it was just that painful for him. And, and, and so we, we have it set up for him to tour the museum and, and Buck is out of town. Yeah. So I draw the assignment <laughs> of touring my childhood idol through the Negro League Baseball Museum. Man, I'm a nervous wreck. I'm at home. I'm laying out everything. Everything's got to be just perfect. And, and my wife looks at me like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, look, you don't understand. This is Henry Aaron. We get here, they mic me up, and I start to take Mr. Aaron, his wife, Billy. There's a throng of media following us every step of the way. And we get to the photograph of him standing at the train station in Mobile, yeah. that famous photograph where he's about to leave home, likely for the first time to go join the Indianapolis Clowns. And Don Motley was with us, of course. And we stopped there at that photograph and we're teasing him. We said, Mr. Aaron, because at that time, before he was hammering Hank, his nickname yep. was Pork Chops. 
And, and we were teasing. We said, Mr. Aaron, why did they call you pork chop? He said, I guess that was the only thing I knew how to order off the menu. So he found <laughs> something and he stuck with it because he always ate pork chops while he traveled with the with the Indianapolis clown. And so we finally get through the tour. We get him over across the street where you and Jason are going to do this fireside chat yep. with Henry Aaron. And, and the gym theater is filled to the oh, filled. filled. I mean, the, the energy in that room was just electric. And you guys have this amazing conversation with him where he shared, you know, the stories of what it was like in his pursuit of Ruth's record. But after you all finished, we go up to the mezzanine level of the gym theater uh -huh. I get to enjoy Gates barbecue ribs, <laughs> my childhood idol. And every time he and his wife saw me, they would always say, wait a minute, you didn't bring any of those ribs with you? <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't get any better. No, it gets no better. For this kid from Crawfordville, Georgia. No, just incredible. Just incredible. We're going to talk in a minute about the chasing of Ruth's record because really – until the end of his life. I mean, he never really got over the pain that he had to endure, you know? I mean, he, he, he certainly got over it in a way that the early years, he couldn't even get past it. He didn't want to even celebrate it. So he eventually did yeah. get to a point where he could celebrate it. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, what he had to endure. That. You can't forget that. You can't forget it. How no, can you? you? It. Now, I think he had that same innateness joke that we got to know with Buck. Sure. That we saw with Ernie, we saw with Monty, that allowed them to forgive. Yeah. Well, you know, he forgave, I think. You can't forget that. No. And, no. and I think you're constantly reminded of it. And for me, it's, it became even more poignant when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosta were going through the epic home run chase. Right. And their children were there at home plate to greet them. Yes. And then I'm reflecting that Henry Aaron's family is in hiding. Yeah, yeah. They're literally in hiding as he was making this pursuit of Ruth's record, getting all of these death yeah. threats. And, and I was doing a, a conversation earlier this morning with Harold Reynolds. And you have to remember, for Henry Aaron, a black man in the South at that time, these death threats are very real. Oh, absolutely. They, they very real. Because he had already seen Martin Luther King Jr., assassinated. He had seen yes. John F. Kennedy assassinated. Yes. Malcolm X assassinated. So this is very real for him. Yes. And yet somehow or another, he found a wherewithal to still lock in on the task at hand, which again, I don't think we as mere mortals can even remotely relate to what he was enduring at that time. And Joe, what makes it even more, for me, significant, this is 27 years after Jackie has broken That's right. the color bed. That's right. 27 years, man. Yeah. And he's essentially experiencing the same level of hate and vitriol that welcomed Jackie into the major league. That's right. That's yeah. right. I, I think... I, I thought it was really important. I just wrote a piece for The Athletic that will be coming out. Uh, it'll be out by the time this is out, I would imagine. Saying that that here we are, and, and you and I are about to celebrate 
the ball player that was Henry Aaron, because uh, there's never been one like him. And, and, you know, we can start looking at some numbers and some things. I mean, it's extraordinary. But I think it's important, and I think he would want us to remember the America that he saw when oh, he was chasing that down, when he was chasing the record. It was, it was the, the hate, the death threats, his children needing bodyguards to be just to go to school, the, the way he was stuck in his hotel room night after night after night because he couldn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. He literally could not go anywhere uh, when all he was doing was playing baseball. At, you know, it's, 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 it's staggering. It's staggering. And, and, I mean, I think we do him a disservice if we don't learn the lessons, continue to learn the lessons, which is obviously what the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum is all about, right? But continue to learn those lessons and 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 not just believe that we have, um, not just believe that we have overcome and we have we have left all that behind because because it's a it's a it's a ladder and and we're we're not we're we're not at the top of that ladder. No, we're not. And it goes back to something that you and I talked to talked about when baseball made the decision to recognize the Negro Leagues as a major league. Yes. Well, and that is great. And it should have happened a long time ago. But I think it makes the museum even more important because what we don't want to see happen is 20, 30 years from now, a kid look at those numbers. Negro players listed amongst all of those who were part of a former white-only right. major league and think that it's been that That's way right. all That's the time. Right. I want them to think that. You know, it's important that they understand what this country was like and how others sacrificed in an effort to continue to try and help her grow as a nation. And we're still doing it. We're still in the midst right. of it. Here we are in 2021. You know, and, and so the, the fight is ongoing. And, and history becomes even more relevant because we should continue to learn from history, both good and bad. That's right. That's 100% yeah. right. And and I think that, you know, when I asked him, you know, because one of the things that always ex- I found extraordinary about Henry Aaron was he would get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters that were death threats that were uh that would call him every name in the book that would that would just say i mean just inhuman and he insisted on reading every single one of them and i asked him why why you know because you know i don't even read the comments below my stories you know (laughs) And, and they're mostly nice you know so so i'm I'm going to get like these death threats. And I asked him why. And he said, I had to know what I was up against. So what he said, I had to know what I was up against. And, and I said, did those letters make you stronger? Did they drive you forward? And he said, no, they just made me sad. And, and I think it's important. He overcame all of this. He didn't use it as fire. He overcame it through his own faith, through his own strength of character. But it wasn't like those things drove him to, to break the record. He broke the record in spite of those things. In spite of, exactly. Exactly. And, and I think those are the human qualities yeah. that made Henry Aaron so special. And, and I got to see him. You know, it's rare, Joe, that you get to, to meet your idol. Right. You know, because most of the time we idolize them from afar. And 
those moments that I had in his presence will be things that I will hold on to in my mind and in my heart forever. But it also helped me realize the human qualities of this man that I idolized from a yeah. you know, and it made him that much more special for me. No question. You know, in those times that we did spend together. Well, no question. I mean, you, the way he carried himself, I mean, he was, he was, he was American royalty, right? I mean, there was just this regal grace and clay. He was quiet, but yet, you know, he commanded a room the way you were around him. You could see the strength that 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 he had, and and it, and the strength that he used in order to get through this. You know what should have been what was for most of America. This I always thought it was. He said it on the stage that night in '99. He said it when I interviewed him for for our Hall of Fame movie. He, he said it many times. But while you know, I would still say the majority, even maybe the vast majority of America, celebrated the night that he broke mm -hmm. the record. He didn't. He was just happy it was over. It's happy it yeah. was over. Happy it was over. And I saw a film clip today where Dusty Baker says he had come to him and said, All right, I'm tired of this. I'm gonna get this over with. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. Just had to. You know, yeah, yeah. Because it was wearing on him. You know, and because, you know, he's human. And and so even though he was able to rise above all of this, it was wearing on him. Yes. And, and for him to go to Dusty and say, uh, enough of this. Yeah. Get this over with tonight. <laughs> well, that's right. And he said, I, you know, I've asked him many times, did he feel joy running around those bases? Remember, those kids ran on the field. And yeah. somehow he knew those kids were harmless, which I would not have known. I don't know how. I, I have no idea how he knew that. Yeah. But he ran you know, around those bases. And I said, did you feel anything like joy? Anything like? And he said, no. I felt nothing but relief. relief, nothing but the sense, thank God this is over. Thank you for joining our breaking news coverage of the death of Henry Aaron. Please go to the Athletics new headline section for much more on this story to get all of the Athletics great sports content. Visit theathletic.com slash headline pod where you can find our latest subscription offer for just $3.99 per month. Mm -hmm.